Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Second hour, late night, WEEI. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. So tell me your heart did not start to race when you saw the lines from Jeff Passan. The Boston Red Sox and Raphael Devers have agreed to. (laughs) One year, $17.5 million to avoid arbitration. It reminds me of this old video game used to play, and I play a lot of video games in my life. I just stay away from the shooter games, but this was like what was a shooter game back in the day. Like if you had a deviant mind, you played this game called Dig Dug, and Dig Dug was about going underground, and there would be these monsters that you would cave your way through these underground dirt tunnels, if you will, and as you came upon one of them, you would pump them up and blow them up. But if you're really sick-minded, but also know how to get more points, you would pump up the monster a little bit, let him get his air back, and then pump him up again, let his get, and then pump him, and then finally destroy him. That's how you got more points. That's what it feels like that just happened with this Raphael Devers deal. We're the monster in Dig Dug, just getting pumped, 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 <gasps> deflated. Because now... <laughs> this would, I think this makes it even funnier. To avoid arbitration, meaning, okay, maybe you might have to pay this guy what he's worth for at least one year. At least. Because if you know if you went to arbitration, it'd be like, can we have Raphael Devers? And we don't even have a team, but we could start one with him. It just, it just, I think it just feeds the narrative of if the Red Sox are not willing to spend now, then when? It's not a case of if, but when. You, there's no way you're going to start developing a team that's going to be actively losing 100 games every year, 95 games, 92 games. I mean, Billy Beanball works so well in Oakland that they're trying to get out of there. And according to Bradford, if you listen real close, you can hear Vermin living upstairs near the, the, the booths. Why? And this is where people can be very interesting and make things happen. 
A little different in Oakland, but here, people stopped going to the games because the product was so bad. Now, granted, the A's have a different history to it. Oakland is not its original home. It's its third home. So what is a fourth? The Red Sox, they've always been in the rinky dink. <laughs> well, other than those couple of years that your grandfather might have told you when they were playing over at BU. But to see this team potentially get treated like some also ran is disgusting. And Raphael Devers just getting the one-year deal so that way they can avoid a headache. You know what I mean? It's like either pay the man or find find something that's going to make it make sense at least within a year from now because it doesn't feel that way. Like, like you already knew that Rafi was going to be here this year. They just figured out, hey, we need to get it done for cheap. God. And and, and and even when you heard some of the talk about, like, you know, maybe some teams are interested in Chris Sale. For what? Like, it's like selling me a bicycle when I clearly see it's a unicycle. Like, you're mislabeling what this is. Chris Sale is not a top-line MLB pitcher anymore. He's the number one starter, really, by price and not by performance now. And we don't even know if he'll be there when it starts. So I'm not going to, you know, I, I've said, I, I, you know, look, if Heimblum in, in, for 2024 can make a big deal to get Shohei Itani, I'll, I'll, lay, I'll lay on a sword for you for a whole year, brother, if that's what you're trying to do. I'll say I understood your ge- I understood your genius. We can sit there and we can clank mixed drinks, I guess, and be like, clank, I knew you had it in you all along. It was painful, but <laughs> boy, you gotta steal. Or this is when the band kept playing on the Titanic. The fan base, I think, was was ready at the All-Star break, at the trade deadline, that if you had to move Xander Bogarts at that time because you couldn't get a deal and you at least got some pitching in return, something that could go next to Bayo, maybe you pick up something else in the offseason, I think the fan base would say if it meant improving a pitching staff that was completely falling apart at the top end, shaky, shakier than I don't know what in the middle, and suspect at the end, the fan base would say, you know what? At least you have something that's addressing the pitching situation. The Red Sox were fourth in runs in the American League last year. So it wasn't a run problem. It was a giving up runs problem. So you're like, okay, if if, if that meant better pitching came in, the Sox could win more 4-3 games instead of those games becoming 8-7 or 28-6, something like that, you know, like, if you could if you brought people in that can avoid those type of things then you say okay there is a method to the madness and some would be able to buy into their own argument that Xander was declining the home runs weren't there anymore but then when you bring in Trevor Story and they they kind of do the same thing they're like okay they've really got to get some pitching or something and you got nothing I think that's the bigger sin is you got nothing for Xander. 
And now with this one year with Rafi, it's almost kind of like, I don't make a joke or light of it. It's like, baby, you can't leave me. At least not this year. Well, you think you're going to figure when they can get free, you think they're going to stay? I just know it's got to be heartbreaking to so many fans to see the team that they first loved, right? Everybody isn't into basketball. You know, some people came of age when the Celtics were, (laughs) not only were they aging, but they were stinking. In fact, at home I have opening night, 2000, 8.50 a.m. W.E.E.I. Can you name more than three people on that team? It was stinking. Opening night. And let me tell you, there was room in the seats next to me. Some bad teams. But for the Red Sox, good or bad, that's the team. Where in a lot of cities, baseball has lost its luster, its importance. Some who've done the expansion thing realize that, hey, the expansion thing really hasn't turned out the way that we thought it would. The Marlins are in flux. Like the Marlins, like Chris Sale would, if the Marlins took Chris Sale right now, he would be like 58% of like their salary of what they pay out. Like we've got Chris Sale and like nine guys and that's it. They all hit. You look at the team like the Diamondbacks who have, kind of flustered back and forth. They've had some success, but overall, you're not talking about a team that's now part of the fabric of the league. Tampa's done kind of a better job than that, but my goodness, the stadium that they played in, that they play in, was really a bait to try and get San Francisco to to move the Giants out of San Francisco about 30 years ago. It's the same stadium. I remember at the time, they are like, oh, they've built this fancy stadium down in Tampa for San Francisco to leave if San Francisco didn't give them a new ball field? <laughs> Tampa has not improved on that at all. Charlotte Rays? Now you're talking something. That, that'd that be good, right? The Red Sox are a pillar, a post, a mile marker, whatever you want to call for the league. And you just can't have this kind of haphazard approach to a team that the league needs to to perform. We, I mean, just when you look, the Astros will give it to you. They'll give you some excitement. You're not going to get any excitement out of the AL Central. You're not getting it there. American League West. It's really the the Houston Astros show. Seattle's shown glimpses of light, but now you're talking about a team on the West Coast. You need the you need the I ninety five corridor, baby. And if the Red Sox can't produce provide that the network's not they, they don't get they don't get any credit for viewing in, in Toronto as good as that team is they don't get any credit for that so why can't the Red Sox do their part at least for the sport of baseball make the Red Sox seem like a team that can still stack people that players want to come to because now look in a dead free agent year, Even dead free agents aren't coming here. They're not coming. So while, yes, I guess it's good news that Xander signed something and maybe it's a dress rehearsal to sign something bigger, but there's part of me that was kind of hoping like, ah, Xander, we fooled you. It's actually a 10-year deal. Go ahead and sign it. It's still probably for 17 a year and sneaking on them. 
it would just be it would it would be crushing to see Raphael Devers go. It will it will crush a lot of people. But the only way people will say, okay, I'm going to get up for another day for my beloved Red Sox. I loved them before the, the, the team got here. I loved them before they won anything. I loved them when everybody used to make fun of them. I loved them when they lost Game 7 to the Mets in 86. The most watched World Series Game 7 in the history of television ratings. Red Sox, Mets, 86. Game seven. Why? Because of the story in game six. You can't let a franchise like this, the Red Sox, just kind of be like, okay, well now, you know, you pretty much find them at your any local bargain basement shopping center. Your your Boston Red Sox. (laughs) Xander, one year to avoid arbitration. It's like, Sliding your peas under your mashed potatoes. Say you've eaten them. All right, Celtics got housed. Housed tonight. And it goes to my theory about my concerns with the Celtics. And there's an even bigger one about this team that I have. That's coming in five minutes. But right now, it's time to trend with Andrew Mann. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. W-E-E-I. This is WEEI Late Night, streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Last year, you guys didn't really need to score a lot to win games. You could rely on your defense. Uh, do you still have that like defensive fastball to reach back well when you need it? Uh, like, Do you need to focus more on that end when the shots aren't falling? How do you kind of turn some of these bad shooting nights into win. Yeah, I think uh, 
that's just kind of like the simpleness, right? You're not shooting the ball well. Um, and, you know, human nature kind of lets that affect the defensive end. And, you know, the really good teams um, can counter that. Um, just figure out a way to win. And, you know, 26 and 11, so more often than not, we have. Um, you know, but tonight just wasn't our night. Well, it's 26 and 12, folks. <laughs> That's Jason Tatum on, can they turn the defense on after that loss to Denver tonight? They lose by 33, 150-117. And if I've been old man Moses standing up on the hill, what have I been saying for the last two weeks? One day these fancy 120-point-per-game games ain't going to mean a thing if you're not locking defense down. This is why I said this is where the team does miss M.A. because M.A. was like, we shouldn't be giving up more than 27 points a game, uh, 27 points a quarter. And the Celtics tonight gave up 34, 40, 48, and 28 in the last quarter. Like, geez. If you're not going to play defense, you're going to have nights like this. Now that my my head has become like speed reader. I used to be in the music side of, of, of the industry. You know, being able to talk up songs and be clever. Hey, he's so funny. It's so... Now I don't have to do that stuff. But tonight's 150 points by the Oklahoma City Thunder. At least within the last 12 years is the most points they've ever scored in a game. The next highest, 148 in a two-overtime game against San Antonio in 2019. Two overtimes. They didn't need... They needed no overtimes tonight. Now, here's what's sneaky about Oklahoma City. They did score 145 in a game earlier this season. So somehow they're putting points on the board. But again, it's not so much them scoring is, are you defending? And that's the issue. Like, we're now in January. And the the worst thing that can happen with the Celtics is to have November 2021 show up in January 2023. Makes sense. I, I know it's kind of confusion because we're in a new year, flipping over calendars. Like, what is he saying? How things were going in November of 2021 does not need to show up in January 2023. Because now there's something bigger the Celtics have to worry about. The Brooklyn Nets. These fools haven't won in like a Baker's dozen. They won 12 in a row. And they're a game behind. If they win tomorrow night, they're tied with the Celtics. And this is a team. Oh, Nets can't remember. Nets can't get it together. And this, that, and third, and Kyrie, and all. You know what? Here we are in January, and they're right where they want to be. And now that's one extra team in the mix that you can't say this is early in the season. It's a Celtics and Bucks thing. Oh, not so fast, my friend. And what's, what makes Brooklyn so dangerous is they have extra pieces that if they decide there's someone they want to get specifically to be a headache for the Celtics, they can give up some of these other Joe Blows on the team. I think I saw somewhere, I think some someone might have tweeted, maybe one of our coworkers um, inside the company that's kind of tied to um, the New York area. I think Ben Simmons hasn't hit a free throw since November. And the Nets are still winning. That's crazy. And that's what makes 
that's what makes the Nets so scary is because you would almost say Ben Simmons' lone job against the Celtics would be to frustrate Jason Tatum. He could do that. I mean, just look what I mean. What went on with the Celtics tonight? I, I, I don't know. Jeez. Tatum nine for seventeen. That's not the worst thing in the world. Brown eleven for eighteen. But my gosh, the turnovers. Tatum four turnovers. Marcus Smart three turnovers. He got ejected. Grant Williams three turnovers. Sam Hauser three turnovers. Seventeen turnovers. You would expect something like that out of a young Oklahoma City Thunder team. They only had three of them. I mean, 13 of them, sorry. Yeah, I mean, even even from, like, like, look, the shooting percentage was not bad. It's just, I think when the Celtics, when, they, when, they're, when they're out of it, they're out of it. You know, when, when, like, like, even that Lakers win, like, it was like, Please don't tell me we're seeing these momentary laps of reason show up again. Please, no. And tonight's a situation, you need to beat the teams that you need to beat. There's like, look, they're going to charge a little more for, for Celtics to come to town. You know, probably the local newscast there in Oklahoma City. I used to live out in the Midwest. I used to live in Kansas City, so put it in perspective. Kansas City was a destination hangout for those who lived in Oklahoma City. So in Oklahoma City, they're probably, you know, the local news guy. The Celtics are coming to town. They were the NBA finalists. And this could be a big feather in the cap of this young team tonight if they can at least compete or put up 150 against the Eastern Conference champions. That is absolutely pathetic. But their Celtics, they got close to their 120. No. No. And no and no SGA for, for Oklahoma City. Their star player didn't even play tonight. Every single starter in double figures for the for the Thunder. Does that scream defense? Gosh. This is not even one of those games you're like, well, you know, if if Time Lord was in there, you could have stopped it. No. Giving up the easy buckets is 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 just the it's not the way to go. Dude should not be sit, shooting seven for eight from the field from, from the backcourt. God. I mean, right now, the way the East is shaking out, and Milwaukee won tonight, you've got to say, if the Celtics don't start defensively getting it together or start honing in on making stops, on being, maybe they're not everything that they were last season in terms of, in terms of their defensive ability. Time Lord is still getting acclimated and you know, tonight's a rest night, and you get that. But I, I I just think there's just a piece of where it's like, hey, you know, with Joe Mazzula as the interim guy, and he's likable, the players like him, but can he demand from them? That, that's, that's going to be the next real test. Can he demand from them and get it? Nobody cares if Jalen and Jason are scoring 30 each and are losing by 30 to Oklahoma City. Nobody cares. I mean, the Cavs, the Bucks, the Nets are all within two games of the Celtics for the Eastern Conference lead. 
And you'd have to say these are teams, especially the Bucks and the Nets, that say, you know what, if we can straighten out the cart without any injuries come January, we know what we'll have to do. Oh, that's unbelievable. The Nets have won 12 in a row. Good God. They're a beast right now. The only other team even close to, like, think about this. The next highest win streak in the league are the Mavericks with seven. <laughs> like, that should be the story. About They've won seven in a row, eight of their last ten. Yeah, these guys over here have won ten of their last ten and two more. And are just buzzsawing through people. And they're just as good at home as they are away. It's dangerous. All right, 617-779-7937, text line 37937. The big story today, DeMar Hamlin, the latest update after his cardiac arrest on Monday Night Football last night, is that he is now on 50% breathing apparatus with the ventilator, where at one point last night it was 100%. Um, what happened was a freak accident. It's very rare that one takes a, a, a blow to the chest. It, you don't have to have any heart condition. You don't have to have anything going on. Uh, as my friend who I shared his story, if you missed any of it, you can always you know get the Odyssey app and play it back. But he, he said something very pointy in the text that he sent me when we were talking today. Eventually, we did get on the phone. He said, it's amazing how, how in the same breath the body can be so strong but yet so fragile. And last night what happened was a very fragile situation that a lot of people had no experience with. But as I shared last hour, this happened to my best friend 20 years ago in a pickup basketball game where colliding with someone in his chest hit, hit him right there. The heart kind of the elect, the electric electronics of the heart just went haywire where he went into cardiac arrest and then into a seizure. Here's Lisa Salter's response last night on the sideline as things were unfolding regarding DeMar Hamlin last night. It's hard uh, because, like you guys have said, this is a this is a human being, and all you can really think about is, you know, I hope I hope that guy is okay. We we've seen players go down with head injuries before, and uh, as horrible as that may sound, it, we've grown accustomed to it. Seeing guys take hard hits, uh, see them stay down for a little while, get back up, give the thumbs up, and mm-hmm. and that's all we were all hoping for was that that DeMar Hamlin was going to get up and that he was going to get on in that ambulance. He was going to give us a thumbs up and we were all going to know that he was okay. And, and, and when that didn't happen, I think this entire stadium was just devastated. I mean, I mean, right now, all I can really think about is, is that player, his teammates, just seeing the agony on their faces, the concern on their faces. They're scared for him right now and they should be. Uh, we all should be. Uh, but to see them hugging each other, uh, down on their knees, praying for him, his coach, the other team, their head coach, those players, uh, just to see how much unity and and just unified concern that they all had for this young man. Um, it's been overwhelming. There's a pall over the stadium right now. Uh, like you said, Scott, you come to work. We're expecting to see the game of the season. Uh, and what we got was so terrible, but that doesn't really matter. All that really matters is uh, is Damar Hamlin and his family, and we just can't say it enough that we hope that he's okay. Agreed. Yeah. 
sometimes the universe has a way of taking um, big events, uh, large things that have attention to potentially make a statement. And I think that statement last night was no matter how hard you cheer or boo these guys, their contracts, they're human beings, human beings. And some, some owners in the league get chastised, but for the most part, no. I shared the story of when I lived in the Midwest, I had befriended some, some people who played for a professional team, played in the NFL. And one of them shared with me something that I'll never forget when he said to me, he said, KJ, I make good, I make very good money to the average person, right? The average person. That's who, these are the people who are watching the games. He says, but the amount of injuries that I have for the amount of money I make, I can point to 10 people in my organization that make tons more money than I do and don't even have to flinch an eyelash for this game. Now, these players know what they are inherently getting into. But I think sometimes we, as fans, tend to forget that sometimes this brotherhood that you you hear them talk about in the pros only shows up in the pros, right, in college. Like, I don't know, Andrew, I don't know if you watched the, the Georgia-Ohio State game, but Marvin, ha- Marvin Harrison Jr. took a shot that was just absolutely brutal. I did. I saw a clip of it. Was absolutely brutal. And I said, and I thought to myself, I said, you know, and obviously this is before Monday happened. But after Monday happened, I said, you know, in college, there's no brotherhood uh, team to team. There's no, because they're all kind of, they're all they're kind of that's really where the gladiator in the arena starts is at that college level. Right in high school, it's really about making sure the newspaper has something to write about, and Friday nights are exciting because so and so's here. Once you get to that Saturday, that's when you start to see the mix of business. That's when you start to see a player writhing in pain who is the hero of their hometown. And everybody's wondering, will will they get on the field? And suddenly this person has some type of injury and pretty much gets stepped over. Like, okay, next guy, come on in. That's when you get kind of introduced to the business. And really, the NFL is like graduation, right? That you may play on a team with a guy who was your sworn enemy in the gladiator college arena. But now, you'll do everything in the world to survive with this guy. And the guy on the other teams may have been your teammate that used to be your roommate. And you've got to knock them at a professional level that, my goodness. Sometimes, and and now I don't know how often players get asked this or discuss it, but I remember asking one player that I knew, like, who was the hardest guy that ever hit you? And this guy was a running back and played in the league for maybe about 10 years. He said this one game, the answer was Jesse Tuggle. He said Jesse Tuggle hit him so hard that he had problems saying his name right after the play. Now, fast forward to these years since, you know, that's called called a concussion. 
bell rung. That's what they used to go. Oh, he's got his bell rung. Do some sniffing salts. Get back out there. But now the players move so much faster. That's it's not that the game has become more dangerous. Is that that the players have become so much more physically able to do things that they couldn't do before. So if you take someone like Refrigerator Perry, who was a great nose tackle, but this guy was not going to be chasing you sideline to sideline and yanking you down, putting 320-something pounds on top of you. Now, that's Christian Barmore in his sleep. What does the game do to make it safer? I don't know. If I'm just, you know, having just a creative think, do you make the field wider, right? Because some of the most vicious shots you will see in football involve a player knowing that the sideline is really like another defender. So if you know that they're right there at that sideline, they can't move. They pretty much have to stay still. They might have to try and pirouette themselves in. And the league, I think, has done as best as they can moving forward. But when players are bigger, faster, stronger, I, you know, maybe maybe grass should be all around, you know, all around. Maybe all fields should be all be grass. Yeah, that might incur maintenance costs that you don't want to deal with. But if it's if it's something that allows the field to be softer and the ground to, you know, now things that you can't do in the winter, but either be indoors, be completely indoors, or have grass fields. Right. They, uh, if you remember places like Veterans Stadium back in the day in Philadelphia, those places were just absolutely, I mean, concrete with a rug. The old Royal Stadium, which they used to use the same stuff for the Chiefs, used to see the heat coming off of you know, off of a rug. So they've done better in that regard. But there are some things that, and, and, and here's the thing, last night's hit, it wasn't a hit. It was a clean tackle. It was a clean play by T. Higgins. He was just moving to get more yards, right? It's no different than the drill of, you know, you know, pushing the man in practice and going head up to see who can move who. It was a freak accident. Now, what I didn't appreciate was some of those who tried to use the attention around last night's game to try and attack the game when what you're trying to attack the game on didn't happen, right? You hear them talking about concussions. Just heard from Lisa Salters that concussions, the protocols, and all those things. Those are those are things that are kind of factored into what to expect in a game. And even this year, those have been even some of those have been tough to watch. Specifically, when you're thinking about Tua and the hit that he took at Cincinnati earlier this year. But for those who just wanted to suddenly carry this narrative of well, the NFL and such and such. Like, look, those are those, those, they've got their situations going on now with former players that they're trying to make things right. They're not going to do it in front of everybody to say, "See what we're doing." I honestly believe that they're trying. But last night was not the day. Just the same way that I kind of got on a skip skip Bayless about like, but how? How do you how do you cancel the game? But how? Like, what do you mean, but how? You 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 push a button that says the game is canceled because that's what they ended up doing. Skip Bayless came off very much as kind of like stepping over the man in the street, you know. It's like why the show Cops, they had to take it off after 35 years running. After a while, people were kind of like, what are you watching Saturday night? Go watch Cops. You start, you start desensitizing yourself 
to what's going on. And it seemed a little desensitized to say like, okay, yeah, there's a man laying there with a defibrillator on his chest and you want to figure out what's the playoff scenarios look like if they cancel this game. Bro, save it. They pay you a lot of, look what you say about athletes. They pay you a lot of money to know when to use your words. A lot of money. That's why some people are like, oh, there's outrage over over Skip Bayless on Twitter. I know I just had to, I just know how to speak better on it. Call it training, call it, I don't know. But look, if you get paid that much money, you have that you should be able to have the ability to discern what you are conveying. I shouldn't have to look at your tweet thread of five and six trying to explain the first one. That's the case. They would have given you enough time to type it all in one tweet. So do I understand if the game goes on? Yes, the NFL understands that as well. Do I also understand that in this in this environment where if you need mental help assistance with a crisis that you're trying to deal with right now, should that be provided? Whether you're in an office or in the NFL Players Association, absolutely. I would hope I would hope that if they need they if they need a counselor per player that they're providing that. Because they're going to need it. Because guess what? These guys can't go out there at a, at a slower speed. Now now there's potential for even more danger. I mean, just psychologically think about that. How do you mentally get yourself to play at that same accelerated speed trying to get out of your mind what you saw? And what you saw was a freak play. Late Night with KJWEEI. The show wraps next. Thank you so much for hanging out. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Now back to it. WEEI Late Night and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Late Night, WEEI. Thank you so much for being here. It's KJ. Remember, on Twitter, at WEEI, at KJ Carson. Of course, the Odyssey app is free. Download it. Type in WEEI 93.7. You'd hear other shows, the new Rich Keefe show, the new Fourier, and uh, I'm sorry, Gresham Fourier, uh, Mego and Arcan. So, new lineup, new year. A lot of things happening. Uh, Plus, if you missed any of the conversation that I had regarding... um, what happened last night, Monday Night Football, and how I could personally relate to what the Hamlin family will be going through moving forward. 
having my best friend have that same rare, weird shot to the chest that caused uh, cardiac arrest during a sporting event playing uh, pickup basketball. That's all right there on the Odyssey app. You can replay it back. Uh, now, I mentioned that Skip Bayless has been taking a lot of heat. I want to play a clip from Bart Scott because he's taking heat. Here is him, Bart Scott, on ESPN earlier regarding the hit or the tackle last night. Intentionally, right. what exactly did T. Higgins do last night to Hamlin? Well, right, right before the tackle, he lowers his helmet and he kind of throws his body into his chest. He's standing up because he's thinking he's got to take ch- chase T. Higgins at an angle to make a tackle. So he didn't expect T. Higgins to launch his body back into him. You know, it's one of those things that a lot of times you sit as a linebacker, uh, un- unblocked, you know, unengated un- um, running back comes through the hole and he knows that contact's coming, so he lowers his helmet and you can't get underneath him. So he's able to get into you and your chest is exposed. So they, they, they've taken that out of the game but they don't really regulate it as much as possible. I, I, I expect the league would be a lot more vigilant when it comes to that and using that penalty. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, look, Bart Scott has been on the field, has tackled people, been in practices, been instructed on these different things. I just don't know if T. Higgins is the target here. I don't think anybody's calling what T. Higgins a dirty play or anything like that. Unfortunate? Oh, beyond. Fighting for yards, part of the game. You know, a game that protects the offensive player a lot more. I'm not saying I agree or disagree with Bart Scott. If, if that's the he's coming from that angle, I understand it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I understand what he's attempting to try and do. I think my issue with Skip Bayless is you're paid millions of dollars to have judgment and discernment when putting things out in a situation where you know that something said wrong or have to be explained is going to put yourself in a bad situation. It's probably best that Shannon Sharp was not there. With Bart Scott, maybe an articulation issue in terms of what you're trying to say doesn't necessarily come across as an issue of the game of football versus saying that T. Higgins is at fault. Uh, what a way to start 2023. It's only the 3rd of January. Andrew, did you have a good holiday? I did. Did you? I did, but I had an interesting situation happen to me the day after Christmas. Really? So I go to see my younger nephews at my brother's house. One's five, the other's three. I'm like Gulliver and Gulliver's Travels. If you don't know who Gulliver is, use your Google. It's free. But I'm like the big guy, and they're like the Lilliputian. So my two cousins, my two nephews, they're playing. They have a couple of neighbors' kids over, a brother and a sister. Okay, so the girl, who's the one girl in this group, does jujitsu with my oldest nephew. Okay, he doesn't like to get on the mat with her because she's deadly. And so as they've got me, all four of them are jumping on me as I'm on the couch, and it's kind of fun. You know, I'm kind of doing the power slam with one and. You know, tossing the other one, giggling, ha, ha, ha. I hear the girl say, can I choke you? I'm like, no. Interesting. Like, this is this is weird, right? This girl is like seven, eight years old. So she proceeds to climb to the back of the couch and put a rear naked choke on me. And you can hear her going, Ugh. and she's got my Adam's apple. <laughs> so the human instinct says, when you're being choked, 
you don't know, you're not thinking about the age of the person behind you. This is why I say I'm really good at using rational thought and know how to think before I do. Because the animal instinct of me was to flip this person off of me. Like, we're not doing UFC, but I also realized this is an eight-year-old girl who's got a, a rear naked choke locked in, and she's trying to lock her arms. I mean, I'm like, okay. I'm just trying to picture this in my head. Yes. She's going, so I'm putting my hand underneath her arm because I realize she doesn't have a very strong forearm. So I remove it. And I realized, like, just let her go. I was just like, you've got to go. Like, you, you got to kill. You just got to stop that. Go, you guys go somewhere. So I sent all four of them off to go play with themselves as I recover, right? Like, go back and play with kids as kids. So I tell my sister-in-law. She was like, oh, my gosh, she's such a sweetheart. She's such a nice girl. I'm just like, I'm sure of that. But that girl's going to end up on forensic files. She's going to end up, tell, she's going to end up, you know, like, Here's the story of the rear naked choke girl who one day got upset with a classmate. Perfect music. And that classmate. Yeah, that guy never, timed out pretty well, huh? Never reappeared. She always wore t shirts saying, Sweetheart, an angel. But deep inside, she was the devil. So I survived a naked rear choke from an eight year old over the holidays. Well, I'm glad oh. you did. I'm for a second I was about to think you're about to get flipped over and this is not gonna be pretty and you're the neighbor's kid. So thank you so much for hanging out. Andrew, thank you so much for your work tonight. Remember you, if you missed any of the show at weei.com. Click late night, you can hear both hours in a row. Twitter at WEEI, KJ Carson at Twitter. Have a great evening. Talk to you tomorrow night at 10. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.